Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your hosts, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Anyway, welcome to the Guns and Radio podcast, the show where we review Guns and Roses songs and songs by all five original members of Guns and Roses, one by one, each and every week. I'm Dustin Bones, and this man right here is Chris him? Caputo. What's going on, everybody? The boys are back. Time for another Monday review to invade your speakers, your AirPods. Whatever fancy fucking technology you're using to listen to us on all sorts of, you know, electronic devices out there. So sit back, relax, don't try to fight it as we thrust our podcast rods into your ear holes. (laughs) Deeply penetrating your brain and exploding with rock and roll all inside your skull. Until you want more. Damn right. Um, Also, side note, if you're listening to this on a Zoom, fuck you. That's all I have to say. Do people still have those? Yeah, dude. I literally, like, my girlfriend, like, was talking about, like, MP3 players and shit back in the day. And she's like, oh, yeah, I got a Zoom. I'm like, you're a fucking loser. (laughs) (laughs) The Zoom was such a fail. (laughs) Isn't that the one where you could buy the song, listen to it, like, four or five times, and then it would delete? I'm not sure, but that was like Microsoft's like answer to the iPod, and it just failed so hard. Oh yeah, you wouldn't beat in the iPod back in the day. You can, bro. iPod like was like king. Yeah, and uh, up until Android Galaxy started getting their shit together, you couldn't beat an iPhone. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, they were doing pretty good there for a little while. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've got a good show. Our song of the day is called By the Sword by Slash, featuring Andrew somebody, Andrew Stockdale. Stockdale, yeah. Because I was like, I keep forgetting his fucking last name. Who the fuck is Andrew Stockdale? I should The know. lead singer from Wolfmother. So from a band that had a handful of songs. Okay. Well, see, I'm used to hearing Miles Kennedy sing this song. Mm-hmm. And every time we do a Slash song... In my head, when I'm remembering remembering it, I'm expecting to hear Miles Kennedy. So it'll be interesting uh, because, oh yeah, this song is both a music video watch-along and a uh, song review. So we are going to be pausing the music video so we can commentate on what we're seeing, what we're hearing, and whatnot, mm. uh, and things like that. But we'll put a link to it. If you want to try to keep up with us, feel free to. If not... Maybe pause the podcast, watch the music video, come back and play the podcast, and that way you know what we're talking about. <clears throat> Hell yeah. And uh, we'll try to remember to include timestamps and shit to make it easy for you. Surely mm-hmm. we could do that much. Yeah, that's, that's the least that Dustin and I could do here, but knowing us, we'll that. probably just forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to be like, what's what? Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. We we say that, and then I will be the first one to forget. <laughs> and I'll be the second one to forget. <laughs> but before we get into that, we're going to... Well, shit, my stuff ain't hooked up like it's supposed to be. I was say, while you set that up, actually, we do have a special shout-out we have to give out to um, 
our very first patron over on our brand new website, gunsandradio.com. None other than right. our guest from last week, Third Man Dan, our first guest ever on the show, and now our first ever subscriber on our Patreon there. But don't let that stop you from being the number two. Yeah, because you can get a shout out on the next one. And pretty much each and every week, we'll be, uh, as we get new subscribers there, we'll be shouting you out every week on the show um, in some some form, some way or another. You know, so head on over to uh, gunsandradio.com to check out a bunch of exclusive content. You can get all these episodes early. Um, as soon as basically they're edited and ready, scheduled, ready to go, we give you the link. You can listen to this. You get GN Extra as well. The warm-up show, which is a new thing we're doing. And all sorts of other content. You can download each and every episode for free. Or That's once right. you subscribe to us, whatever. And also free merch. Merch is uh, in the highest tier of VAP tiers. That's you right. You get uh, exclusive merch. And the only way to get the exclusive pod in this lifetime t-shirt is to be a $20 subscriber for three months. Now, we ain't making hardly no money off of this. Mm-hmm. So join that tier. And not only do that, but you also, to give you something else, we are giving you video versions of everything that we post from now on in that tier as well. So you can see me sitting here, my fat ass in my chief's hat, mm-hmm. Caputo hanging out over there. The only guy I know that can rock a mustache and not look like a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I rock one better than Robert Roode, so I'll give you that. <laughs> I think you got to have a certain face shape or something. There's got to be some science to that. Because yeah, I think it's because I'm fat. So. I think that's why it looks like, like if I have a mustache, I look like a perv, and I think it's because I'm fat. Mm-hmm. Meh. I think it depends. Depends how it grows out. Like mine, I've had this since, like I haven't shaved this since the pandemic started. So I've just been like coasting on this. I'll just maybe like, you know, try and even it up on the sides here. Because like one side was and like, because mine is just like hairs that like, go all over the place. I have to like trim the hairs as well, and it's like uh, well, don't you do a bit of a civil, process. But why don't you do the Civil War curls on the side? Huh? Uh, I, maybe if I can grow it out enough, for sure. Because it's like the most facial hair I'll get ever. It's either that or I get a neck beard, <laughs> and I look like I'm like a cousin oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, I got the neck beard going on myself. I got to get yeah. rid of that. So when it gets too long here, I'm just like, nope, cut it. No. <laughs> nope, nope, don't need those connotations on me. So today is February 8th, and I don't want to push my luck and say, how about them Chiefs just yet? Because there's a real good chance we may lose this game. But hopefully the Chiefs won, and if they did, just know I'm in a really good mood. And if they didn't, just know I'm hungover anyway because I took the day off work. So, just in case. I mean, just in case. And even if you do, just, you know, um, complain about it enough and say it was rigged. And then we'll uh, go storm some buildings and uh, act like you can get away with it. We'll storm the the NFL offices. (laughs) Storm fucking Goodell's office. No, I'm not a redneck. I don't riot and storm shit when I lose. <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, but first, before we get started today, uh, we want to tell you about our bonus show goals. Ooh, we yes. want to reiterate on those because we haven't, we didn't talk about those last week. We got so wrapped up with hanging out with Third Man Dan that uh, 
it never occurred to us. Maybe we should uh, talk about that. Definitely. So um, there's two currently ongoing right now. Um, so the first one, if you get us to 150 likes on our Facebook page, that's at Guns and Radio Pod. You get a bonus show there. And we're in, getting closer and closer every every day, every week almost, basically, to the next one here. Uh, 50,000 total plays slash downloads across all of our episodes, new, current, and upcoming, at least until when we hit that 50K right. mark. And uh, I'm going to give you an update on that as soon as it fucking loads. But yes. <laughs> uh, my computer is fucking slow. That's probably going to be the next thing I need to purchase. My next big purchase probably needs to be a decent computer. But I've got a third one I would like to add in. Caputo, you usually do these. I don't think I've made up one yet. I made up the Dr. Pepper thing that we did the first time. Yeah. <laughs> See how that worked. I was going to say, we almost got Dr. Pepper themselves in on that. So that was pretty good, actually. <laughs> uh, oh, for our bonus show goal of 50,000 plays, at the time of this recording, we are at 43,879 plays. Just Total. nearing ever so close. That's right. So thank you guys for joining. We've had 697 unique listeners in the last seven days. Damn. They're, they're, they're getting, they're, they went down a bit, but now they're coming back up, which I'm very glad to see. Oh, yeah. And don't forget, also, uh, this Saturday uh, is the first, technically the first week. We did one last Saturday, but technically this Saturday is the first week of the all-new weekly format for Shotcast Saturday. Woo! So that's uh, something to look forward to, a.k.a. we're going to tape it right after this. <laughs> Don't tell nobody about that. Uh, <laughs> that's something to look forward to. And the third bonus show goal that I would like to introduce right now, I will say if we can get 10... When we reach 10 Patreon subscribers, we will put a Patreons-only poll up and let you guys decide what we do. So if you want to vote on that poll or you want to support the show, I don't care what tier it is. At the $5 tier, that's perfectly fine by me. 10 Patreon subscribers gets you a bonus show. <clears throat> and when, that, we, when we reach that goal, we're not going to put the poll on Twitter. We're not going to put the poll on Instagram. We're going to put the poll on Patreon and let you guys decide what show we do next. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, when you sign up, send awesome. us a message on Patreon and let us know what song you want to nominate. And then we can take all the nominations, consider them all. Somehow we'll use a magical formula to whittle it down to four and put that up so you guys can vote. I'm liking that idea. Hell yeah. A <clears throat> Patreon-backed uh, bonus show that you're going to get early access to as well. So <laughs> Yeah, you'll be the first ones to hear it. And, yeah. and you know what? What we'll do for the bonus show... I will even go so far as to say that for that episode, <clears throat> all forms, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> all forms of that, ver all versions of that episode, video, audio, downloadable, all of the stuff that we offer on Patreon at various tiers and shit will all be moved for that episode to the $5 bracket Ooh. so that everybody that comes on and joins us on Patreon, can be a part of it, 
no matter what bracket they join in on. Hell yeah, that's what you call inclusivity up in this bitch. <clears throat> Damn straight. We try to be good. We try to do people right. Hell yeah. I think so. I mean, some people love us, some hate us. Hey, it's all good. You're still talking about me. Yeah, that's fine. You can't please everybody. And uh, with that, you want to get into our first segment of the day? Let's get right to it. I believe uh, you got an intro for this one. So, count us in. It's time for On This Day in Rock and Roll History. All right. You like that intro? Hell yeah. Shout out to the 2021 Royal Rumble men's winner. Canadian Miles fucking Kennedy. legend, oh. Edge. <laughs> oh. And it fits, though, for us because it's still Miles Kennedy singing. That's true. <clears throat> I mean, all right. That would have been cool to see them and mm-hmm. like Slash do that shit. To cover like even like one like Alter Bridge song. I think that would have been the one. They used to. Uh, they they did? Used to, yeah, hang on. I'm going to Google Slash Atlanta 2010 set list. Because <clears throat> I was at this show. It was when he first started touring, before uh, Apocalyptic Love even came out. When he first yeah, this started touring. Yeah, this is for the first solo album then. Yeah. And they weren't even called the Conspirators yet. They were called Face for Radio. And uh, let's see. That's Ohio. Wait, why did it take me to 2019? I don't want the goddamn 2019 tour, you son of a bitch. Let's go back 43 shows. The tail end. 2012, yeah, you're getting closer to the thing I typed in, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah. I'm looking it up on my end too, so let's see. If can... Center stage, September 2010. Oh no, that's a. Oh, there's actually a, a CD of this. What? I think it was at the the Tabernacle, if I remember correctly. No, it says Center Stage. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Because like Center Stage, they film like so much wrestling there. It's a very small venue. Hmm. Uh, is there an Alter Bridge song? Oh, Rise Today. Yeah, that, there's an Alter Bridge cover. Okay. Yeah, there we go. So there's one. Oh, I like to see fucking Metalingus. That song, like, needs more love, man. Yeah, but then I think if if it's being played everywhere, it takes, to me, it takes the magic away when Edge comes out. And then he's just playing, then he's just walking out to another song off the radio. Like when CM Punk switched to Cult of Personality. Yeah, but that fits CM Punk so well. So, I mean, like, I can't even complain about that. Yeah, true. I thought he had the perfect... If it's the gimmick, you know, why not? What was his first one called? Fire Burns? Oh, yeah, the Kill Switch song? Yeah. Man. The best wrestler themes really are, like, the ones that are actually, like, licensed, like, legit music songs, you know? Yeah. Come on, that's what I hear. When I think CM Punk... Yeah, that's what I think. I disagree. I think some of the best ones are uh, the ones they make in-house. Like uh, the Chris Jericho. The Chris Jericho theme. Dude, my favorite. Do you want to guess who my favorite um, 
WWE entrance theme is? Ooh, that's tough. Um, <laughs> if you know me, it's real it. easy. What? Uh, Jeff Jarrett? Found <laughs> <laughs> my day working hard on the go. No. No. <laughs> this one. Let's see if it's going to make me watch an ad. Nope. Sammy Zayn. Oh, come on. How can you not dance to this shit? Dude, it's, it's Bruce Scott. It's as far as I need it. Here comes my favorite part. Shit. Yeah, I don't think it fits his character right now, but I love Sami Zayn. I agree. Another another Canadian talent as well. Very underrated. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. What were we talking about? How did we get off on this? Yeah, we were talking about wrestler entrance themes. I mean, I could talk for days about this shit. I mean, like, I was recently listening to, like, TNA entrance themes, and they had some fucking good ones, dude. Sometimes. Sometimes they were just knockoffs of, like, real song. Oh, yeah, speaking I mean, like, of, in the early... Yeah, they were. Do uh, you remember uh, a band called... Uh, or not a band, but a tag team in TNA called LAX? Hell yeah. You remember their theme? Yeah, that one was fucking really good. Yeah, I'm on. <laughs> 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 That's a I think you confused with Mexican America. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Homicide Hernandez. Isn't that who it was? No, this is much. <laughs> was this fucking Hector Guerrero's entrance to you? What the Spanish announce team came out to? <laughs> SAT. That was the name of that. Yeah, SAT. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, on this day in rock and roll history, I haven't even reviewed these. You know, we pulled these up to review these in the warm up show. Mm-hmm. And then we got to bullshitting about something else on the warm up show. So, yeah, we're talking about Rumble. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where do you, you, you start? I always start. You start, not as big um, you. Okay, yeah, there's a couple here. There's, let's see. Um, Okay, I'm going to start with, do, do, do. okay, let's start 1956, February 8th, 1956. After placing nine previous records on the Billboard pop chart, Bill Haley and his comments enjoy their biggest hit when See You Later, Alligator, peaks at number six. See You Later, Alligator? I got to check this out. Hang on. Let's hear a snippet of this. Some, let's get some 50s up in this bitch. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to bring it to... Uh... Old, oh, we're going to kick it elderly school. If my fucking thing will start acting right. What the hell? Is my phone upside down? <laughs> there we go. I hate when it does that, when it flips and won't flip back. See you later, alligator. Is that the name of the song? Yeah. Oh, Lord. This looks uh Interesting. Where's another man today? Where's another man today? When I ask her what's the matter, this is what I heard her say. 
This is lame. I mean, for the 50s, it's, it was perfect for the time. But <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. In 1958, the Diamonds had a best-selling record in the United States with their version of The Stroll. Ooh. Well, the Stroll, not The Stroke. Jeff <laughs> <laughs> Jarrett. Yeah, we got, yeah. I, if you wonder why, if you're wondering what about all the Jeff Jarrett references, you'll just have to w- listen to the warm up show. Is all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make sense then. This is the stroll. Come, let's stroll, stroll across the floor. Yeah, that's lame. All right. I like the other one better than that. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Uh, what you got next? Um, okay, let's go. Okay, we're going to skip 1959. We're going to 1960. This is going to be a callback to a previous On This Day that we did a few episodes ago. On This Day 1960, Teen Angel by Mark Denning hit number one in the U.S. The song had been written for him by his sister, Jean, who also recorded as one of the Denning sisters. And some radio stations actually banned this song. Uh, this song and in the UK where it barely made the top 40 as it was called, quote unquote, the death record. Really? Yeah. Hmm. What a stupid reason. <laughs> also on this day in 1960, Bobby Rydell's song Wild One made its debut on the Billboard charts where it will reach number two. And it also made top 10 in the UK, which I got us a little sample. I really like this song, if it's the one I think it is. No, not the one I thought it was. I, thought it, I guess I'm thinking of the Jerry Lee Lewis version. Oh. Yeah, that's also lame. So I was going to say, if it was the Jerry Lee Lewis version, it would probably be like his sixth cousin that he banged one time at band camp or something. No, I'll show you what I was thinking it was. Hang on one second here. Here we go. Yeah, that's what I was thinking it was. All right, let's see. What else we got? Let's do another one. All right, so I'm going. I'm switching between two different sites here. So we're going to go on this day in 1964, on their first full day in New York. Your favorite band, Beatles, went for a photo op walk around Central Park. Over 400 female fans followed the Beatles, and extra police were called in to control these crazy bitches. Yeah, it's easy to be the number one band in the world when all your music sounds like this shit. <laughs> it was apropos for the times, man. Just like how we say, you know, Nirvana was 90s. This is, you know, apropos for the 60s. That's how it yeah. was. You know, it fit an era. I mean, I'll give them that. Don't make them less lame. Um, in 1969, nice. 
Nice. George George Harrison had his tonsils removed. Nobody cares. I just wanted to say 1969. Yeah, but this is interesting though. He you got removed and then they're destroyed so that they can't be sold. Imagine buying those <laughs> 40 years later. Somebody out there owns Elvis Presley's tonsils. That's true. I mean, at that the 40 years later, they're showed up. You can just say they're George Harrison's testicles and get fucked two million dollars for those or something. <laughs> oh, what was that point? Who was that porn star that died? Uh, had the giant pecker. Uh, what was his name? Oh, Mandingo. No, 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 no. More famous than that, John John Holmes. Okay. Yeah. So get on eBay. Look up one of John Holmes' nuts. There's only two. <laughs> there's only two in existence. <laughs> <laughs> That's in high rarity. So, I mean, <laughs> they only ever made two of these. I was gonna say, wouldn't you like donate to science? You might have a little clone, clone him from his testicle. <laughs> Gross. Uh, could you imagine that being a nut baby? Like you grow up your whole life and then find out that you're a clone from some porn star's nut, yeah. like, <laughs> and a dead one at that. <laughs> Could you really even enjoy your extra large penis? <laughs> like knowing where it came from? No, man, it'd be kind of hard to. <laughs> Listen, if you're listening to the show and you're John Holmes, uh, big dick son clone, we're really sorry to offend you. <laughs> like, we're sure your penis is very enjoyable, and we're sure you have a very good time with that thing. You should go to our Patreon, where we'll make you feel a whole lot better. Uh, <laughs> that is subtle. <laughs> uh, we got a special going right now on Patreon. If you can prove to us that you're John Holmes' big dick son, we <laughs> big dick clone son, <laughs> big dick son. Cl- How did I word it the first time? I lost it. <laughs> big dick and clone it, son or daughter? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Even better. If you can prove you're John Holmes' big dick. Big dick daughter clone, whatever. <laughs> then we'll start you out with our minimum, our minimum tier for five dollars a month. Perfect. <laughs> Gift you that. That's a pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty good incentive. <laughs> so uh, come on out. <laughs> uh, is it my turn or your turn? Um. Yeah, I'll take this one. Uh, okay. Uh, 1971, Frank Zappa's concert at London's Royal Albert Hall is cancelled after a representative of the venue found obscene lyrics in the score of 200 motels. And then four years later, Zappa would lose a lawsuit against the hall for a breach of contract. 200 motels. Let's Google this. Yeah, let's see what these obscene lyrics are because, I mean, we've heard some pretty obscene ones last week in regards to Corn Shucker. And if anyone's listening to one in a million, those are kind of fucking obscene, too. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Let's see. Here we go. I said certified freak seven days a week, wet ass... Oh, wait. That's not... I thought you were, like, quoting a Scott Steiner promo for a second. (laughs) Certified (laughs) freak seven days a week. (laughs) Nothing finer than doing a 69er with Scott Stainer, Rick Flair, 
You hey. son of a bitch. <laughs> Give me a fucking mic. <laughs> we want to call Damon Dennis Page to get a sex change. So we have the balls to come and free me. <laughs> Every time I just want to go, you and me got some fat asses. You mean pulling splinters? How do you fat asses? <laughs> <laughs> There's one other like Kenan Jeb like in Impact where he's like fucking there's like a backstage performer. He's like, oh, all I know to do is beat people up. You know, I can't play the guitar. He's like, he pulls up like a guitar here, a controller. I can't play guitar. He fucking tosses it. All I know to do is beat people up. <laughs> you know, I'm looking up 200 Motels lyrics and I'm not finding shit. Frank Zappa. Let's try it that way. I ain't getting nothing. Really? Let me try it. Oh, wait. Here, here, what's the name of the album? Uh, 200 Motel. There's also a movie. Yeah, but there's not a song on this album. 200 Motel soundtrack? Hmm. Oh, well. Anyway, moving on. Those, whoever that woman was that uh, that canceled the fucking concert because she was offended by some lyrics in a song that apparently doesn't exist, she might have had some fat asses. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> In 1980, David Bowie and his wife Angie are divorced after nearly 10 years of marriage. Damn, son, it took you that long? Shit, it only took me three. No, five. took me five. Uh, David is awarded custody of their nine-year-old son. Bad call, dude. Well, I guess it's better than having to pay child support. And Angie would receive uh, a $51,000 settlement. At the time of David's death... In 2016, Angie admitted that she hadn't spoken to her son in over 28 years, saying he decided he didn't want to see me, and that was that. No problem. Wow, what a bitch. Yeah, it kind of sucks. She you took know. the money and ran, is what she did. Gold digging ass, bitch. Yeah, I mean, like, like, I guess if you're that pissed off, why wouldn't you? But, like, it's kind of stupid to do that. Yeah. At the same time, like... Hang on one second here. I got the perfect jam for this shit. You know, I mean, I do feel bad, though. Like, I mean, in a way, I feel bad, but I can't feel just too bad when uh, when you're a motherfucker and, you know, you fucking marry a damn gold-digging ass. Like, like you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you couldn't fucking... You know what I mean? Like, you're that shitty of a judge character. You know what I'm saying? And then it took you 10 years. Now, I ain't saying she gold diggers. See, I ain't saying that Angie Bowie or whatever her name is is a gold digger. Because then she might consume me. <laughs> 
So I ain't saying it. I'm just going to play this song. Sit my Shirley Temple. And we're going to move on to the next thing. There we go. Uh, moving on to 1988. The surviving members of The Who reunite for their 25th anniversary at the televised British Phonographic Industry Awards in London. I thought uh, that said pornographic at first. It's close, a few letters off, but <laughs> <laughs> that'd be an interesting kind of words. I'm like, shit, you pull off the who for like the friggin' the British AVNs? <laughs> 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 the three song medley of My Generation uh, Substitute Who Are You runs past their time slot, forcing Rick Astley to set to accept his award for best British <laughs> single <laughs> off the air. <laughs> If it didn't suck enough to be poor Rick Ashley. They Rick rolled Rick rolled himself. <laughs> oh man. Oh that poor guy. Yeah. That was oh, man. that was his moment. That was his one moment he ever had. And, and it's just nope. <laughs> oh. Cold blooded man. He got noped off stage. Uh, 50-year-old Dale Simon, this is a 1990, 50-year-old Dale Shannon, sorry, died of a self-inflicted gun wound at her home in uh, California. He had just appeared at the Buddy Holly Memorial Concert in Fargo, North Dakota, and recently completed recording a new album with the help of Tom Brady and Jeff Lynn called Rock On. So that's a... Really sad. He and he was also rumored to be taking Roy Orbison's place on the Traveling Wilburys at the time of his death. He would be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1999. Huh. Well, that's a sad one. Now I need something happy to put me back uh-huh. in a good mood. This next one may be interesting. Okay. That helps for a second, but uh, we're going to fast forward to uh, 1994. Oasis were forced to cancel their first foreign tour after they were deported from Holland. The band involved in a drunken brawl on a cross-channel ferry, resulting in members of the band being arrested and locked in the brig on the ferry. And in typical Oasis fashion, the brothers told each other to go fuck themselves. I don't know. Stupid idiots. Oh, wait, they were in a brawl with each other. I was going to say, that's the whole history of Oasis. It's friggin' Liam yeah. and Noel Gallagher always butting fucking heads. That is funny. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, let's go to uh, 2006, when Sly Stone made his first major public appearance since his uh, induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1993, when he appeared at the Grammy Awards. In Los Angeles, 61-year-old Sly joined in a brief joined in briefly during a multi-artist tribute to his music. Man, now that is a sad story. The story of Sly Stone. Do you know about that? No, I don't. But I was going to mention here. I'm like, fuck. Let's see, 93 to 06. That's fucking 13 years, dude. He lost. He lasted longer in exile than Axl Rose did. Well, yeah, dude. He was homeless. What? In the 70s, he spent all of his money on drugs, and he ended up being homeless. And uh, he lived in a van uh, in this little suburb neighborhood. 
and there was this family that knew him. Uh, well, I don't know if they knew him from Adam, but they, they were nice enough to let him park his van in front of their house. And uh, he would come in and, like, take showers and stuff. And they found him. Some uh, reporter found him. <clears throat> uh, I don't remember when, but everybody got to talking about, wait, whatever happened to Sly and the family stone? And <clears throat> everybody knew Sly was still alive, but then nobody knew what happened to him. And some reporter went looking for him, and that's where they found him. Oh, that's an interesting story. Yeah. And then after that, he got to where he could play music again. They helped him get clean and shit. And then he uh, he ended up playing a few more songs I th- or shows before he died. I don't know if he died in debt still or what the hell happened. But yeah, poor Sly Stone was homeless by the time it was over. His, when he went away. Shit. <sighs> you got another one? Um... It's not really. Mm. We're gonna skip to this one. We're gonna skip to 2013. This one involves Axel Rose of all people. Oh boy! LA Superior Court Judge Charles Palmer threw out a claim by Axel Rose of fraud and misrepresentation against Guitar Hero Three. Rose huh. claimed that his deal with the company to license the song "Welcome to the Jungle" for use in the game included a promise from Activision that no images of Slash would be used in the game. Later, both Maroon 5 singer Adam Levine and Gwen Stefani's band, no doubt, sued the company over their own portrayals in Band Hero, which was a Guitar Hero spinoff or something. Yeah, I think Band Hero was kind of like Rock Band, was their answer to Rock Band. Yeah, well, Band Hero was just like a poppier spinoff. Because I remember oh. Guitar Hero, after the like, starting with the fourth one, did the whole band sh- spiel shit. I always figured Band Hero was like Rock Band, where you can use the drums and everything. Yeah, starting with the like, the fourth guitar hero after three, that's when they went like full band to compete with rock band and whatever. And then they basically saturated the entire fucking market. So by the time this claim was thrown out, I think like the guitar hero franchise was fucking dead in the water anyways, as it was. By the time Team Brazil got off their ass and filed the law. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh let's see what else we got. Yeah, that's about it. I think that's it. More here. What you got? Give me, hit us with one more and send us on our way. Um. Okay. So it's here. Uh, on this day in 2013. Um. There's a couple actually. I have a, I have a couple here. So first, let's do this one. Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler appeared at a Hawaii legislative hearing to promote a bill that would give celebrities the power to sue paparazzi who take photos or video of their private lives in an offensive way. Yeah, that's a good one. They should have the right to do that. Which is interesting because it did later get passed by the Senate, but the House of Reps just said basically fuck that shit. Yeah, well, they're not the ones having to deal with the shit, or the shit would have been passed immediately and there wouldn't even been. That's just the way shit works in America, man. But, uh, yeah, I completely agree with that. If you're up in a motherfucker's business, like if they're out in public or something like that, I mean, I'm still against, like, just constantly bombarding them and fucking with them. Mm -hmm. But, like, I guess 
I mean, if Tom Cruise walks up in a Walmart, I mean, what do you think was going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's just buying fucking groceries, man. But I mean, like, if he's at home, chilling out by the pool, and some motherfucker's got a camera sticking over the fence taking pictures of him, that's not right. Yeah, I know, that's, that's fucked up. That's it, it's just private, like, space, basically. <clears throat> I mean, a man's trying to take a piss at the urinal, and you're over here snapping photos of him, that's not right. Yeah, and then, fuck, then you, they just start rumors of, oh, small dicks or whatever, you know, like, something just stupid. Just get people to start, like, talking about it. And it's, yeah, shit like that, even, like, TMZ, I fucking hate that shit. Yeah, fuck TMZ. Dude, fuck TMZ, man, honestly. Bunch of bullshit, anyway. Half the shit you can't even believe. Yeah, whatever. I got one more here, and then we're going to go through some birthdays after, because there's a few, actually, on this day. All right. We'll go through. So on this day in 2013, a report on the rise of digital music showed that one in five consumers, which is about almost 20%, bought all their music as downloads. The report said that 27.7% of the UK music fans purchased downloads from stores such as iTunes or Amazon, or they stream songs on services like Spotify or YouTube, and that the streaming market was now worth 49 million euros to record labels. And I think almost 10 years later, it's worth probably triple that now. Oh, yeah. Nobody buys anything anymore. It's gonna say, unless you're, like, a collector, you know, like, sometimes I like to collect shit, whatever. I'll buy, like, a vinyl record or stuff. I just like to collect or whatever. I know you do that, too, as well. Dustin, it's more of a collector's yeah. game now, that kind of stuff. Like, CDs, yeah. uh, vinyls, shit like that. Like, especially if they have, like, some sort of value or whatever. Like, I even look for, like, you know, like, autograph and memorabilia and stuff, which is, like, because that would have, like, some definitely some merits and value if it was, you know, like, an yeah. autograph, like, DVD or CD from, like, like someone, someone with even like some slight fame. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to that, when it comes to autographs, I'm not really big on autographs. If I meet somebody, I won't ask them to sign. I'd rather have a picture. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather have a picture with somebody than a signature. Uh, <coughs> I mean, if I want a signature that bad, I can just buy it off eBay. I mean, that's, that's where it's true. going. Yeah, there's definitely there's sites for that. So. I mean, but, uh, I, I mean, and you're right, I do collect, I collect records, but if I'm going to buy music and I'm going to actually pay for music with my hard-earned money, I'm going to, it's going to be on vinyl. And any other time I'm going to stream it on the internet like everybody else, just because it's easy, it's convenient. And I'm sorry that, I mean, it sucks with how you guys are getting paid now. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I still can't buy a fucking... Uh, jet, <laughs> and I still don't live in a goddamn mansion, so I think they're gonna be okay. You oh yeah, those I don't feel I don't feel the slightest bit sorry for them. Uh, Not at all. But um, if it's a band I really like and I want to support that band, then I'll go. If they've got a vinyl, I'll go buy it. Or if they got a T-shirt, I'll go buy it. You know? Oh yeah, merch is always a good way to support, man. But when it comes to the actual music itself, I'm going to stream it off of Spotify. Yeah. And if you like the music enough, you maybe will go buy tickets to your show. And before you guys start getting antsy and go try to get rid of Spotify, I'm going to tell you right now, you get rid of Spotify, we're going to bootleg it for free like we used to do. The only reason we're using Spotify and Pandora and all this shit right now is because it's more convenient than bootlegging it. Exactly, brother. And uh, that's just... 
the, the you know the 2020s is just all about convenience it's been like that for the last like 20 years what's more convenient to people yeah oh well, i mean that's how it should be it's how it is exactly for sure that's one and, good uh, thing that the internet's done for mankind is it's turned everything it's give the buyer the power again oh absolutely yeah because you basically choose you can choose you basically vote with your wallet at yeah. the end of the day you know if you want something you're not like forced to you're not forcing shit it's made marketers have to work a lot harder for sure yeah i mean they should (laughs) i work hard for my money you should work hard to take it from me very good point all right you say you got some birthdays let's hear some birthdays we got birthdays shout out yeah some some of these people i just pissed off for sure um happy (laughs) birthday to um creed braddon you remember him from The Office. He was also in a band, apparently, called Grassroots. And they had huh. a, 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 some top ten singles. Well. So happy birthday, Creed Braddon. Nice. Happy nice. birthday, motherfucker. Happy birthday um, to, well, it would be his birthday, unfortunately. This man passed away. Uh, Dan Seals from England, Dan and John Ford Coley. I don't know if you ever heard the song, I Really Love to See You Tonight. It's a classic 70s song. Probably. Yeah. Unfortunately, he passed away in March of 09. But happy, I guess, birthday in paradise, brother, you know. Any fucking way, dude. <laughs> Take the compliment, dead guy. Oh, yes. And I think I saved probably the best birthday for last. On this day in 1961, um, one Mr. Vincent fucking Neal was born. Oh, my God. Go ahead, say it, Caputo. I know you want to say it. Happy birthday, you fat oh, bastard. Oh, yeah, thank you. I love, I love it when my fans always wish coming along, you wish me a happy birthday. It makes my day, especially mm-hmm. knowing how big a Motley Crew fan you are. And you know what? Since you wished me a happy birthday and you swallowed your pride and you said something nice about me, I have a present for you, Caputo. Oh, no, what is it, Vince? I hope you get in my bag. I am going to autograph this picture. It's an 8 by 10 of me. And I'm going to send that to you. Oh, very nice. 8 by 10. And it says here, to my biggest fan, Chris Capetto, who never acts like an asshole, who never calls me fat. Sure, thank you for the gesture, Vince. Now, I don't have an announcement to make. I've decided that I'm going to enroll in DeBry University. Oh, I'm wow. Be- that's right. Because not only am I the greatest singer of all time and the greatest band of all time, Motley Crue, we're going back on the road, 2020, but I'm also going to DeBry University where I will begin studying quantum physics because I'm going to be a physicist, physicist, phys- a scientist. <laughs> Oh, it's great to hear, Vince. Um, you know, round of applause. Yeah, I'm really glad you're actually uh, getting out of my apartment. And uh, I'm still going to leave all my shit here. I'm just going to, like, not be around so much. Well, I guess you can't let the gift horse in the mail. That's true. That is true. That is great. You know, Vince is doing something better than his life than being um, a lazy turd. I- I'm sorry. Now, listen, we were doing so good here. We were getting along just fine. You know what I'm saying? I signed this autograph for you. 
I'm not apologizing to you, you fucking piece of shit. Hey! Hey, you fuck you, Caputo. You know what? You know what? You can forget it. I'm not going to send you my autograph picture. I want to put that on eBay so some real fans can get it. Somebody that really likes Motley Crue. And you know what? You can kiss my ass, Caputo. You Mexican-Italian bastard, whatever the fuck you are. I don't even know. Because you know what? You Canadian fucking snow bunny son of a bitch. Fuck you. You know what? Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> God, if he's like that with his professors in uh, college, fuck, he's gonna have a tough time. I know, I don't know what he's gonna do. I was gonna say, like, that's that's nice. The gesture's gonna give me the autograph. I was probably just gonna wipe my ass with it. Cause I mean, it's pretty good toilet <laughs> paper at that point. Hey, fuck you. Okay, yeah, fuck you too, Vinny. We got you. We got. You. Uh, is that all we got? Is that it? Yeah, for like rock birthdays and stuff. That's uh, that's that's it for on this day in rock and roll, and also some other stuff in music too. Uh, yeah, yeah, we had a little fun. We, oh, yeah, <laughs> we stretch this concept when we do it. And with that, you want to get into our song of the day? Let's get into it. Let's get into some more solo slash here by the sword. All right, so if you want to watch the music video, gunsandradio.com. By the way, all of the descriptions and the episodes and stuff is public, and it is free. All you got to do is, when you get there, click on episodes, and everything that we gave away on the old website for free, we still give away. So feel free. Oh, yeah, there will still be links to this video as well if you want to watch it. And audio streams, the works. It's all going to be there for you. But anyway... We're going to get started right now. All right. Count us down, Dustin. I already hit play. Oh, you did shit. Bye. Oh, sorry. I didn't think we were going to do a, co- a coherent watch along. I thought we were just going to kind of watch it and pause it. But I guess we can start at the same point. Yeah. What's 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 the timestamp you're at? Zero. I just rewound it. Oh, shit. Hang on. I better pause then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three, two... One play. Let's do it. Okay. Would you like a McChicken with that? Oh, can you speak up, sir? I can't hear what you want to order. <laughs> Look at the Ding Cook Burger King thing. And the pickle. <laughs> sauce. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, what do we got? We got Steampunk Slash here. Steampunk. Steampunk, Steampunk Slash. Slash. Shit. Oh, it's a chick. Yeah, this is like Mad Max shit. Oh, okay. Give me like very much like a post-apocalyptic kind of like. Hey guys, come here! I found a speakeasy. (laughs) (laughs) Found shelter. It's a bunch of hip. It's a bunch of hipsters that found a speakeasy in New York. That's what's going on. No, in Vegas. That's why they're in the desert. Yeah. You're like, our ancestors, like, lived in here? What? Freaks. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. It was a sewer. Yeah. Oh, God. Hang on, pause. I was about to... Pause for a second. I was about to say, I remember this song being a lot better. Now, maybe... Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. 
Who knows? But, I was gonna say we could listen to like a, a Miles Kennedy live version after if you want. Compare the two. Uh, we might do that. Uh, let's be a bad idea. All right. Oh look, guys! Went for a slide. A fucking party here. Is that still the conspirators? I don't know. Yeah, it's Todd Kearns. Yeah, it's all Todd I think that's Brent Fitz on drums. I think. Yeah, so it's just Slash and the Conspirators featuring this guy. Yeah. Dude is saying, Wait, is that Duff? No, it's the I just saw I think a glimpse. Rhythm guitarist, I think, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Duff can play guitar. I remember liking this a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. He looks like me. Like Sean Stasiak? No, the guy, uh, the guy, no, me, M-E, the guy with the curly ass oh. hair. And the... I thought you said me. I was like, shit, that's a throwback. <laughs> Let's check out this solo. I'm sure it's coming up. This song is all over the fucking place. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. Slash got on his DJ Ashba pants. (laughs) It's good to see a an artist pay tribute to a more famous artist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's a pretty good solo. Sorry, bro. It's going to take more than that to get my grade up. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't even pause this music video all as much as I thought we would. Yeah, I don't know. Like you said, I did like you think the song was better. Now it's just like, eh. Yeah, I think I don't know. I'm, I I remember this song being better. Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't age well. I don't think. I don't know. Something about it. I don't know what it is. By the Sword by Slash featuring the Conspirators and Andrew Stockdale. <clears throat> All right. And uh, we'll, I'll tell you what. I was playing on in G and Extra, checking out mm-hmm. a Miles Kennedy version. And yeah, see if live. that's better. 
but like mm. for the alpha version, which is what we're reviewing in this podcast, uh, ratings. You want to go first, or you want me to go first? Uh, sure, I'll go first. I don't know. It's just like for something, especially because I was looking into it. This is like the first single off that album, which I thought was something totally different, but interesting. I don't know. It is all over the place, like you said, and it's just. I don't know. It feels like it has like no direction. The solo's pretty cool. I mean, like Slash always has a good solo, so I can't complain about that. Okay. Um, but I don't know. The song just doesn't like doesn't. There's something missing. There's a lot missing in this song, and I don't know. I'm just not crazy about it. Like, and it could be like we said. It could be the live version could be better. We'll check it out in GN Extra, and we'll find out. We'll solve that mystery. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just give this like a solid like two. Mostly for the solo, but like, yeah, it's just a two for me. It's there. I I may try and give this song like another chance, but I doubt it. Uh, I'm just not feeling it, man. I didn't like it at all. Like I remember liking it when I hear it live, and mm-hmm. I mean, and I I remember liking the song, but. Because I was excited for this episode because I thought this was a good song and hearing yeah. it played again on the album version, it's just I don't know, man. Like you said, it's just something about it that ain't that ain't speaking to me like most of yeah. Slash's work does. This isn't like a single worthy song, though. Like in my opinion, this should have been just been a, like a song on the album, sure. But like this is your song, first yeah. single, like from the album. Not a good way to like kick it off. Yeah, I'd give this a hard pass. I, I'm point five. Okay. It gets a half a star. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm just gonna lower mine because like I'm two is being too generous. I'm gonna give it a probably like a one. What do you guys think though? Let us know. Contact us on uh, Discord and give us your opinion. We definitely would uh, be interested in knowing what you think about it. And like I said, before you you get to bitching at us, like the Miles Kennedy version is 100 times better, we're going to find out. You just got to click over to GN Extra. uh, Which is everywhere. Yeah, available wherever your podcasts are found. Oh, yes. Um, Yeah. If you if you feel different about the song, let us know on our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Guns and Radio Pod. Hit us up on our uh, join our Discord. You have a link there in the description of this podcast. Um, head over to our website, hey. gunsandradio.com. or you can shoot us an email, gunsandradiopod at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of this episode and of the show in general. Yep, and we do read all of those. So. Sometimes it takes us a little bit to respond, especially me, because I'm a busy, busy man. We but got I do my lives, best. you know. Yeah. Uh, you want to see what we get next week? Yeah, let's hope, see if we get something something somewhat better for next week. This was just like, eh. Yeah, I hope so. Spinning that wheel. The thrill is gone. The thrill is gone. Oh, okay.
I'll tell you what, let's push the thrill is gone by Slash's blues ball up to Shotcast Saturday and let's do yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. We're gonna do that for the next Shotcast then. Fuck it. Yeah. Can't make a main episode about blues ball. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. My luck pushed back walking papers. My luck pushed back by walking papers. Alright, I'm down for that. I mean the last two walking paper songs we had were pretty good. So I'm looking forward to something at least, you know, in the three, three and a half territory that I've actually listened to again more than once. Yeah, that's cool. And this is the first time that the wheel has chosen our Shotcast Saturday uh, song. Crazy. Crazy. Hell yeah. So um, next Shotcast Saturday, and you got next week's episode too. So those are two songs you definitely want to look forward to us reviewing and, you know, more of the same Guns and Rio shenanigans here. That's right. Much. And be sure to head over to GN Extra where we're going to review uh, By the Sword by Slash featuring Miles Kennedy. See if it's better. See if it's not better. Don't know. We'll find out. And until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you next Monday here on Guns and Radio. Peace.